the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. I have a really cool episode for you today, Clint. I think you're going to gain a lot of value. And as you listen to this, I hope that you do as well. And today, I wanted to let you know that lawyers and bouncers can actually improve your thoughts. And I'm going to explain to you how. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. There is somebody by the name of Alan Cohen, and I'm going to link some of his content down below. And this is a concept that I learned from my coaching program. And what was taught to me was that we can imagine having bouncers and lawyers in our head. So lawyers being attorneys, bouncers being those big brawly guys that we would imagine being at a club, either giving us admission if we're sexy and then kicking us the fuck out if we're not. That's that's (laughs) what I'm thinking of. And these two lawyers in our mind, let's pretend that our mind is actually a courtroom And you have one attorney who's arguing for all of our possibilities, everything that we're capable of doing. And we have the other attorney in this courtroom of our mind who's arguing for our limitations and all of our downfalls and the things that we can't do. And the the one that's going to win is going to be dependent on how much you pay them, right? Such as as an attorney. (laughs) Only instead of paying them with money, we pay them with our thoughts, And I thought like, wow, that is such a cool concept. Having these attorneys in our mind, there's one that's essentially the good angel and one that's the bad angel. And then the one that's going to be the one that will prevail will be the one that you are devoting the most time and attention to. And that's so true. And I loved this as a metaphor because all too often I sit there and I'm thinking about this very concept and I never, I never put this picture image on it in in the way that being able to have a courtroom in our mind does. And I thought that was super, super cool. And we need to understand that the real enemies are our self-defeating thoughts. And he goes on to say here that you will accept as much pain as you're willing to accept. And that pain happens by suffering and suffering is a choice. Suffering is a choice. So when we think about anything mental, I'm not talking about you, you get stabbed or shot. We're talking about the, the mental pain and suffering that we allow ourselves to delve into. We can have pain. Things might hurt when we hear them. Things might hurt when we find out certain information. And I think all too often we allow ourselves to suffer from that pain because we choose to. Depression, I believe, is a choice. And I think that might stir up some controversy. But it, it truly is because if we haven't made the choice to develop the tools that will make us not have these negative thoughts that create that depressive state, then that in and of itself is a choice. And deciding to make no decision at all is also a choice. And so by understanding that pain might happen, we will all experience pain, but that we don't have to suffer if we don't choose to, I think that is something very, very valuable. And so in this book, he goes on to talk about monitoring your thoughts and everything that drags you down like a bouncer, and only allowing that bouncer to admit the positive thoughts. So if we think about something that causes us pain, X did Y to me, then that's funny, X did Y to me. (laughs) If we allow ourselves to understand that X happened, 
And then the first thing that comes up is like that piece of shit or what am I going to do or what happens now? And like all of these negative, sad things that we could be thinking of. If we have a bouncer in our mind, just as we did with the attorneys, then we kick out all those negative thoughts. And this could be fun if we wanted to make a mental game out of it. And the coolest thing is that it starts to happen habitually. When you make this a practice, and we've become very good at that, I think, over many years, then it's not something you need to think about. I don't need to have a bad thought and then imagine a bouncer in my mind now kicking out that bad thought, although it's fun to do that. It takes work to do that. It's a lot of work to create mental work in our mind. To have mental practices like that is not easy to do. But by giving it some attention and devoting that thought time, which again, going back to our last episode on becoming indistractable, this is a really a really good episode in tandem to that, then it allows it to be second nature to us. And I'm wondering how different many people's lives would be if they decided to have that bouncer be the most powerful motherfucker that ever existed and to only admit those positive thoughts. And that's not to live in this fallacy or to live in a world where we think that bad things don't exist. They do. But there's a big difference between understanding that something bad happened and then knowing that we don't have to suffer through the pain for hours and days and weeks, which I know so many people do. I can tell you many people who have had something happen to them, and it becomes as though it were the end of the world. It is something you will hear about for a very long time, and I know you know exactly what I'm talking about because I'm sure somebody is coming to mind for you right now where something happens and you know that if you talk to them in a week or in a month, they're going to bring up that same exact thing over and over and over again. And all that that does is it's it's spreading that negativity. That is something... It's really interesting to think about because, you know, almost having the bouncer at the door of the courthouse where you have those two attorneys going back and forth and you're feeding the arguments of the positivity instead of the negative side and, and because that bouncer is not allowing them in and in in like using your imagination, you can have you can have a big bouncer that stops anything and everything that you don't want in there, or you can have a little five foot nothing, weighs a hundred pounds bouncer that's not able to stop like anything, like everything's coming in. So it's all a choice that you can make in changing your way of thinking about it. I think the hardest thing is getting into that habit of doing it and like for me thinking about it personally like when these things are happening it's it's practice it's something that you just you need to learn how to approach this in your day-to-day life to where you're recognizing these negative comments coming in or the even the positive you recognize both and i i kind of take this into the work of presencing and and establishing that own practice for myself and and not living in the mind but living in the heart and and living in in the moment that you're in it takes practice to get to that point but once you're doing it it's just second nature I really loved the idea of having like this little scrawny nothing as well, because nobody wants to be that, right? Like that's, that's offending to myself when I think about (laughs) having something scrawny, because we, we aren't that. I think deep down, we all have this desire to be the most powerful and best that we can be. 
And that starts with ourselves and that also starts within our own minds. And this is adaptable to any element of our lives that we choose to apply it to. This isn't just those negative thoughts, but thinking a little bit richer about it, then we can decide all of the variations that we can apply this to in our day-to-day lives, whether that's changing a habit or a routine or how we feel about going to work every day or the people that we have in our corner, right? If we're seeing that that bouncer is constantly kicking out the thoughts of this particular person, that might be a trigger, an indicator for us to take care of something when it comes to a conversation that we might need to have with somebody or eliminating somebody from our lives altogether. I'm looking at this as in the techie type world. It's like having a firewall before you even enter to the courtroom. You have the firewall and then you have your layers of protection. And in that courtroom, you're the judge. Like you're the one that's making the decision as to what's going on. And you have these, the attorneys who are presenting their cases to you. And if you have that firewall preventing anything from coming in and preventing that negative push, which is not easy to do because we feed off of that on so many levels. And it's, it's just a choice in what you're going to feed off of. I have Monopoly running through my mind right now where it's like, go to jail, directly to jail. Do not pass go. with like the bad thought, just like completely getting out of here by locking it up behind bars. I I love this concept so much, but it's only adaptable if it's something that we choose to apply to our lives and then to use on a regular basis. Even if that means having a reminder as the screensaver on your phone, right? Teaching yourself to do this until it becomes habit and then you no longer need to teach yourself because it's just something that you do on a regular basis. So I'm glad I think, Clint, you enjoyed this one. I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.